Have you got your coffee? I've got my coffee. You have your coffee? Oh, yeah, I've got my coffee. Oh, and you get your happy face on. I'm so excited. It's uh, September. I know. The holiday season begins. It's the most wonderful time <laughs> of the year. Okay. Yeah. No, I shouldn't have done that. It was bad. <laughs> but it is. It's our two months of Halloween and then two months of Christmas. Yay! Yes, because in my house, Halloween starts on September 1st. Yes. And then Christmas starts on November 1st. Yeah. Thanksgiving isn't a thing here, so we just skip all that business. Mm. Yeah. And I can't wait. <laughs> also, it's my birthday week, and so I am living for this. Uh, Halloween the... and my birthday in the same week. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did it get any better? No. <laughs> Well, we'll find out on Saturday. Oh, we will, we will. When I get to open my presents. But I got a bike. No, I got it early. Su- Sunday, honey. Sunday. Oh, Saturday's not your birthday. Sunday. Man. Sorry, dude. I have to share it with Father's Day as well. I know. That's... But it's fine. It's fine. We get a double celebration. Thank God you're benevolent. I know, right? I know. Super fucking humble, too. Yeah, the, the, just the soul of benevolosity. That's mm-hmm. you. That's what they all say. You see? You You have all the benevolences. I have all the benevolence of... I'm just trying to think of a really benevolent leader. Kim Jong-un. Okay, I do have more benevolence than that guy. How about Putin? Way more than that guy. Also, I would look way better. No, I'm not even going to. No, just this. don't. <laughs> just don't. I was going to go with topless on a horse, and then I remembered <laughs> Dad listens to this. Yeah, don't don't do it. Which just also don't do it. <laughs> Dad, you might like to turn it off because this one's going to be real inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> or just skip my bet. <laughs> oh my god. I can't wait for this, so go for it. Okay, well, do you want to tell the people what we're talking about? Well, it's... Also, I should have just... Can I just circle yeah. back to the whole birthday thing? It's yes. not just my birthday week. It's our birthday month. True. So, yeah. all the reasons to celebrate, you guys. Yeah. All the celebrating. <laughs> all the celebrating. That's yes. us. Oh, my coffee's too hot. Oh, poor thing. Oh, yeah. So, since it's the beginning of the ho- of the holiday season... <laughs> The holidays. The holiday. The holidays, as we like to call them. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start out with hauntings. Yes, we are. We're probably going to do like a few of these ones. Oh, I think I'm that it's make us do a few probably of these gonna, ones. It's probably going to be two months of hauntings. To be oh, honest yeah. with you, just yes. two months of ghosts. Okay? Pretty much. Yeah, I think that's going to be about it. Yeah. And a witch every now and then. Mm-hmm. Might throw in some zombies. Just for good measure. Uh huh. Yeah. Equal opportunity paranormal activity. <laughs> yes, that's we we are fair. We are nothing if not fair and balanced. <laughs> okay, not. We are not the Fox <laughs> News podcast. Oh no, we are not. We are so not. We're way that. more factual than that shit. <laughs> anyway, do you want me to just start? Go for it, because I'm dying to hear this as much as you okay. <laughs> So let's just get this out of the way immediately. I chose this haunting based purely off the names alone. I committed to this before I read anything about it. Well, when you told me that, I thought, oh, sweet Mercy Brown, what kind of name I got your attention? literally nothing about this <laughs> when I decided I was going this way or no way. <laughs> God. Okay. What is it? So, 
<laughs> oh, but then also I listened to an episode of the Dark Histories podcast about mm. this. And mm. since then, I was actually really excited to talk about it because it is wild. Okay. Well, you're killing me, kid. What? And I get to say cock a lot. Hi, Dad. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> I can't even get through this name without laughing. God. God. Go for it. What? For I am covering the tale of the Cock Lane Ghost. <laughs> the or tale of the Cock Lane Ghost. Oh. Also called Scratching Fanny. Oh my God, I heard about this. Oh, what? And you Believe didn't know that's it what I was talking not. about? <laughs> I said to you that if you it came across it, you would never... know. I, well, I didn't hear about it until earlier today when I... And you didn't immediately go, yeah, my daughter would pick that one. Well, the thought crossed my mind, but then I thought it's so obscure. <laughs> yeah, and obviously it was not so obscure. I found it. You found it, yeah. Oh, no, God. actually, yes, because the, yeah, I, I, the people How did I... did you come across it? The people I was telling you about that I was so gutted that did such a way better job on... Your of, one? Of my one. Yeah, they had a little blurb in in the opening of theirs their podcast and it was talking about oddities and that was one of i think it was them and it was one of their oddities that oh, they addressed and i was like you've got to be fucking kidding me oh yeah no no, no it's kidding. it's it's for cereals yeah oh god also for anyone who's in america where fanny means your butt yeah that's not here, that's not what it means here no and in like the uk and, the and other U places yes. your fanny is your Vagina. Yeah. You, so. It, it's the girly parts. <laughs> As my son would say, it's called a vulva, okay? Yeah, okay, yes, I know. Use the right terms. Yes, exactly. Anatomically correct. Be, be anatomically correct, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, as we devolve into three-year-old boys giggling oh. over the cockling. It is, I, just for anyone that doesn't know, have got the sense of humor of... A 12-year-old boy. As soon as I saw that this was called the Cock Lane Ghost, I was like, I'm, I'm doing it. You're there. I'm here. And the fanny scratching just... It was like the was... icing on the cake, on the birthday cake of your life. Yes. Could it be any more perfect? Scratching fanny. Which, if your fanny itches, you don't scratch don't it in scratch. public. But no. there's... There are creams can, for that. You can take things for that. Yeah. that. You shouldn't be embarrassed about it. Yeah, penicillin. It's good for you. What, it, what's penicillin used for? Uh, when you have all sorts of sexually transmitted diseases. That it used to be the running joke was, you know, I don't think even penicillin can cure that disease. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, Fun. When, yes. I wouldn't know. No. You, please tell me you don't. No. Just no. don't. Just, yeah. Um, Next. <laughs> Next. Please, oh, please. The podcast I started with my mother. This is an old chord. Oh, please, God. Next. <laughs> I wouldn't know about penicillin, just Thank to you. be clear. Thank you. Um, Thank you. So, this story absolutely gripped London society at all levels in 1762 and elicited such curiosity that people would crowd around and block the streets to see if it was true. Mm-hmm. Did they talk about they, this? They mentioned that. So you already know a little bit about a this. A little bit. That's good, because I already know a bit about yours. Um, <sighs> so just for like the tiniest chance to witness something paranormal, <laughs> this case has it all. It's got sex, drugs, <laughs> not rock and roll, but maybe murder. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, boy. So, sometime around 1757, a lad named William Kent, which is real close to another <laughs> word that would have just been perfect. Perfect for this. There's quite a few names like that. Well, if you say it with a proper accent, I think you could probably make it William sound... Kent. Yeah, see? Oh, my God. Did I... Sorry, I just have to... Yeah. Side Sidebar here. Again? <laughs> the time that James oh, and I were I at my grandparents' yes. house and the... my super religious, oh, very proper... Lord. I have never heard say any bad I don't I've never heard them say crap they were making fun of the way that James says the word can't with his New Zealand accent and my grandparents and their cousins family members were all sitting around a table just over and over going cunt 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 and I was like I can't handle this (laughs) they thought we were laughing with them but we weren't no 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 (laughs) And when I heard, and it still makes me laugh. And when I heard about it, all I wanted to do was crawl under a table and go, oh, God, no. I don't even think that they would have known that that's a word. Oh, I'm sure, yeah, I think they would have. But th- I, I, and I Do you think, think that, that they actually knew what they were saying and no. they were getting one over Oh, on no, us? no, no, no. They did not realize how it sounded. No, they obviously did not. No, if they had known how it sounded, they would not have been saying it. Trust me. No. This this is a woman who lost her mind when I heard her say something about uh, my sisters were, oh, they were having some bitch fight early in the morning before school. She wouldn't have said bitch. She did. What? She told them if they didn't stop their bitching, she was going to come in there and beat both their butts asses i think Did she, she say i think ass. she may have even said asses i would pay so much money to hear her say those two words or either of those words i think i fell out of bed to be honest with you because i was home on i think it was home on leave but she lost her shit with those two and they were i, I mean, mean you know they were be, well they were being teenage girls and i think they were fighting over who got in the bathroom first to get ready for school or something i know who would have won that fight right well and hi beth yeah <laughs> <laughs> and and mom just i i was in bed and i and thank god my bedroom was at the back of the house because i don't think i could have controlled myself she would have heard me laughing but oh was, my god that's amazing i can't she, believe i've never heard this oh, story oh she lost she was yelled from the kitchen in at them and told them if they didn't quit that bitch and she was going to come in there and I'm pretty sure she said she was going to beat both their asses. Oh <laughs> of course my, my mother like, course, my mother's what you know like five foot three yeah, and, <laughs> and both tiny. of my and tiny and both of my sisters are well over five foot eight. Yeah. <laughs> Even then they were taller. I'd be terrified though if grandma told me that. Well, truthfully, yeah, they should, they should have been because I think take she... Take her straight to an exorcist. She probably would have brought a frying pan in there as well. <laughs> she would have come armed. I mean, she let's face vicious. it. She is not a she fool. She is little, but she, she is, is mean. Vicious. Yes, she can be mean. She's like a Jack Russell Terrier. That is... Yeah, only she will... She truly her will. Her Patronus. Yeah, she really will take out any Rottweiler her size. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> anyway, back to William Kent. Kent. <laughs> from Norfolk. <laughs> and he was wed to one Elizabeth Lines. <laughs> her family were fairly well-to-do. They had some ancestors who were a bit wealthy, so they were kind of, they uh-huh. were doing all right. Um, fairly soon after their marriage, Elizabeth was pregnant because it's the 1700s. Mm-hmm. And... The happy couple moved to Stoke Ferry. About a month later, Elizabeth gave birth. 
things didn't go super well um, and it was the 1750s so she died very shortly after birth her sister Frances came in though for the devastated William and moved in to help look after Elizabeth and William's newborn son mm -hmm. <laughs> life went from bad to worse for William however <coughs> are you okay over there? Uh, oh yeah just just waiting for it when at only two months old his son passed away it was super sad that was sad uh it was at this point that francis or fanny as she was called <laughs> um decided that she was going to stay on to help william and look after him permanently mm-hmm uh it's not super rocket science here to figure out what happened next <laughs> Francis, sorry, Fanny and William <laughs> fell in love. I'm gonna, if there's a chance to use somebody's nickname like Fanny or <laughs> there's a Richard later on in here, I'm going to exclusively call him Jack. Well, as you would. And, and you know, I, you know, it's another sidebar. I think that your grandmother's actual name, I think her name was Fanny Francis. I, I think that that was, I, I, I. So her name was Fanny Fanny. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I, I think that that was actually her, her given name. My great-grandmother, Vagina Vagina. <laughs> oh, don't say that. That was the sweetest woman to ever draw breath. I, I know, I know, every it's really bad saying. And every time I hear that, I, I think, I, I, maybe I'm imagining it. Maybe that's not real. I'm going to ask Grandma when she calls me for my birthday on Sunday, because I know the days of the week. <laughs> as soon as you get a phone plugged in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to replug the monogen. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, where am I? So, Fanny and William fell in love. They tried to make it legit and get married. However, canon law at the time prohibited this, as William had previously been married to Fanny's sister, and that marriage had produced a living child. Mm -hmm. No matter that the child and Elizabeth were both dead and that the child had only lived for two months. The fact that the child lived at all meant that mm -hmm. he couldn't marry his sister-in-law. Yeah. Um, apparently the two did try to split, but Fanny was not having that. <laughs> <laughs> um, William moved to London, and the two made a plan to meet up together there. Aha. Uh -huh. Mm-hmm. Where they... So they... She came to London. Right. Where they could present themselves as a married couple and live as such, which was an offense at the time. Mm-hmm. You couldn't pretend to be married when you weren't. <gasps> well, that's bloody inconvenient. I know, right? I mean, really. <laughs> um, 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 around this time, sorry, that was real bad. I lost my place. <laughs> around this time, they both made changes to their wills, leaving each other everything. Uh, uh, William was working at the time as a money lender and made the mistake of lending to his landlord, who did not <laughs> repay the money, um, forcing Fanny and William to move out while William sued for the money. They found lodgings in central London, not far from St. Paul's Cathedral, on <laughs> Cock Lane. Yes. Um. They rented on Cock Lane. <laughs> From a man named Richard Parsons, who was a clerk at St. Sepulchre Without Newgate. I don't uh, uh, Sepulchre Without. I, In Newgate, I suppose. I, mm. uh, Richard was a bit of a drunk, 
and his best friend was a pub owner. <laughs> well, how convenient. This combination led to Old Mate Dick spending all of his money, which in turn led to William, once again, lending his landlord money. Billy wasn't the brightest bulb, was he? <laughs> Billy's light shone real dim. <laughs> Sounds like. <laughs> he was more of a nightlight. <laughs> <laughs> low wattage <laughs> low wattage okay. he lent Dick 12 guineas to, re to be repaid at a rate of 1 guinea per month which twelve a guinea is a pound and a shilling mm -hmm. why do people do this I don't... why <laughs> 1 pound 1 shilling is it that difficult <laughs> but it doesn't sound nearly as cool as a guinea mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's like a gimme. <laughs> you guys with your made-up money, <laughs> this amount is worth about 115 pounds now, which was well, that's big a big money back then. Yeah, that's like, a lot that's of money. That's a significant amount. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Not long after this, <coughs> Fa me. Fanny fell pregnant. Oh, Lord. While she was knocked up, William was called away for a wedding, and Fanny was unable to attend. Okay. So, Fanny asked Richard's 11, sorry, Dick's 11-year-old daughter, Elizabeth, or Betty, as she mm -hmm. was called, to come stay and help her out mm -hmm. in her own house, because they were living in the same house. So, essentially, she just moved into Fanny's room oh, okay. for the well, time. Yeah. It was during this stay that the noises started. Fanny was woken in the night by knocking and scratching sounds coming from within her walls. <laughs> Bitch, you had rats. Uh -huh. <laughs> yep. This isn't hard. Arsenic, not just for killing people. It works on rats, too. <laughs> you were getting way ahead of my story. <laughs> oh, oops, sorry. <laughs> Time jump. Um, <laughs> <laughs> snap back, okay? Okay, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, back, back. Um, so, Fanny asked Betty and Mrs. Parsons about the sounds. Mrs. Parsons suggested that the noises were from a nearby shoemaker who worked at night. What's no, that story? His elves With his elves. No, his elves worked at night while he slept. <laughs> while he slept. <laughs> you lazy fuck. Um, or perhaps nearby workmen. However, the noises continued even when there were no workmen present. And on a Sunday when the shoemaker wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... You can see where this is going. Yep. The answer must be ghosts. Well, isn't that the answer to everything? That and 42. And if it's 42 ghosts, then it's perfect. It is the perfect amount of ghosts. It I is. don't want any more ghosts than 42. Only 42. And, no and, and <laughs> 43 is right out. <laughs> 45 is right out. <laughs> the number of ghosts shall be, be 42. 42. And 42 shall be the number of ghosts. <laughs> God. Um, oh. Nobody can see what I just did. It was so stupid. <laughs> the holy hand grenade. You were getting ready Why to throw are we it. Doing this? <laughs> because it's Monty Python and you have to throw the holy hand grenade. <laughs> oh, God. So, back to Dick Parsons. Yes, Dick. On Cock Lane. Yes, Master Dick on Cock Lane. Yes. yes. Gotcha. Mr. Ooh. Dick of Cock Lane. His best friend was James Franzen, who ran the Wheat Sheaf Pub. Ah. Yes. So, old Jimmy nipped over one day and promptly fled. 
after reportedly witnessing a glowing white specter going up the stairs. Dick corroborated the encounter and said that he too had also seen this and he was pretty sure that his house was haunted. Look. How much had he had to drink? <laughs> Does anyone know? I have no answers, but I have sympathy for the man. I feel you, Dick. No, <laughs> Don't. Just go. I heard it. Just, no. Next. As I said it. Just next. 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 Quick, 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 quick. <laughs> I'm just going to let it sit for a minute with don't, the uncomfortableness. No, don't let it marinate. Just move. <laughs> just let it marinate. Just stew in it. I don't want to okay, stew. Mother? No, don't want to stew. Move. Um, <laughs> stir. Stir. <laughs> uh, so, William returned home and Betty returned to her own room. The knocking and scratching continued, but not as frequently, so I guess while William was away, it was just going all the time. Okay. Just fucking annoying knocking and scratching all mm-hmm. the time. Um, whilst all this is going on, Dick wasn't making his repayments, and Fanny is due soon. Uh-oh. No good's going to come of this. This caused enough tension that Fanny and William had to very quickly leave and find other accommodation. Um, they did actually have their own house as well, but it was being worked on. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't yet move in there. But they moved in anyway? No, not? Not, not yet. Oh, Lord. Okay. Um, they found temporary lodging above a jeweler's, um, but it was super gross. Um, to make matters worse, Fanny had become unwell with a fever and a rash she was, you know, that Cock Lane rash. <laughs> Penicillin, I'm telling you. I see you. the look you're giving me. Maybe just, that could have helped her. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> she was visited by a doctor who diagnosed smallpox. And also told them in no uncertain terms that they were staying in a super grotty place and they had to leave. Oh, great. Um, now, something that the Dark Histories podcast <coughs> pointed out is that at this time, inoculation against smallpox was pretty common in built-up areas in big cities. But these guys had come from the country, and mm-hmm. it wasn't common then. So whilst a lot of the population was inoculated against smallpox and thus immune to it, Fanny was not immune. Mm, apparently not. No. <clears throat> okay. Um, so they moved into their unfinished home because the place they were staying in was so gross. So crap. Okay. Uh, however, both Fanny and their unborn child passed shortly after, um, in February of 1761. Which is really sad. Pour one out for Fanny. Yeah, that's just sad. Okay. Um, apparently families... Families, Fanny's family, say that five times a I'd rather not. <laughs> tried unsuccessfully to hold William responsible. They were not big fans of him. Like, they just didn't like this guy. Well, I mean, he'd married one daughter that died, and now the second daughter that he'd shacked up with and gotten pregnant died. I mean, come oh, on. Weird. You know? I mean. Two coincidences make a not coincidence. Make a conviction? <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Um,. There was also, like, a bit of an issue with the will. Mm. They weren't really happy with oh, yeah, their everything. lack of what they got. And also there was something about her brother dying. And so then oh. 
some mm -hmm. of what he had had to then be passed on to William, I guess, uh, or I don't quite know how it works. So he was a, a gold, a gigolo, a gold digger. Uh, or men, a, a can men be gold diggers or yeah, are they gigolos? They, they can, but gigolos are something else. Gigolos are male prostitutes. Well, I mean, but I don't even know if that term's like okay to use anymore. Have you never seen the movie Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo? Yeah, obviously not. I'm putting it on our list right before The Shining. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm going to trick you into watching The Shining. <laughs> yeah, it was easier. Okay. All right. So it, the family's pissed at him. Oh, yeah. Um, so in January of 1762, just under a year later, mm -hmm. William finds himself remarried and working as a stockbroker. He's moving on up. The oh, east side. dear God. Who is, uh, who's, who's the knocking <laughs> at the house on Cock Lane started again, but this time with more intensity. So did he move back? To, he left his unfinished house and moved back in with the... the... No, no, no. He's, he's still living in his own house. But... Oh, but his house is on Cock Lane as no, well. No, no, no. His house isn't on Cock Lane. Only one house is... There's only for one. This, for this story. For the purposes of this story. Okay. Okay. All right. So... It's unclear. Well, the thinking is because of Fanny's relationship with Betty mm -hmm. is why the knocking at Cock Lane started again. Okay, who's Just that throwing knocking? Just that name in there as often as I can. Who's that knocking on your door? <laughs> <laughs> it's me, bitches! <laughs> it's Dave home. Um. Um, yeah, so the activity was centered around our young friend, 11 or 12-year-old Betty Parsons. Uh -huh. She quickly identified the source as the spirit of Fanny. Okay. Yeah. Because um, 11 and 12-year-old girls are super reliable sources. Trust me, I was one. <laughs> Not that long ago. Right. You can see me batting my youthful-looking eyelashes at you. That's you. Because yes. it was super recent. It was super recent. Yeah. But not so recent that it makes everything I've said previously creepy. Right. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so she identified the source as the spirit of Fanny. Dick Parsons then enlisted the help of a local Methodist preacher who visited the house. Now, the reason for the Methodist preacher is because... Um, meth Methodist? Methodology? What do you call it? Methodizers? Methodizers <laughs> were rising in popularity and they were more open to paranormal things than other Protestant type religions. They, but, I mean, everybody they were down with ghosts and with spirits and witches and things like that. Whereas like but if Others you want a, like, mm, no. you want an exorcism, you go to the professionals, the Catholic Church. This is England in 1762. Well, they still needed to find the a priest. The other religions didn't like the Methodists because they were too popey. Well, so they needed to find a pope. I'm just saying they should have shipped one you in. You need to get a pope. <laughs> you need to get a pope. Just just ship one in. Just there was a lot of the 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 whole. Uh, um, indulgences and shit yeah but, but when people um smuggling jeez that was the word i was looking for and oh, you mean human trafficking yeah people were smuggling. just traffic yourself apart yeah people were smuggling shit sure in all the time easy enough to be done why the hell can you smuggle in a priest yes for come somebody on. that lives on cock lane i'm uh, sure that if it had oh been come on it's a priest 
<laughs> one way to get them there. Like, seriously? <laughs> Let's be honest here. That one. There's a man named Dick Conkuckling that needs you. I'm there. <laughs> Just saying. It's a thing. <laughs> How fast can this boat go? <laughs> um, so, the Reverend John Moore <laughs> was convinced that Cockling was indeed haunted by Fanny. That oh. haunted by a fanny. Oh God. This is just going. So, I can't help it. So far. Oh God. <laughs> Everyone's turned off. They're sick of it. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. You need to stay out of the Google rabbit hole. This, I'm so sorry. this is not good. Um. Anyway, this is serious. Okay. okay. Serious. Um. He and Parsons developed a way to communicate with the spirit using <clears throat> a system of knocks. Stop me if you've heard this one before. One <laughs> knock is yes, two knocks for no. Thus began a series of seances and investigations. <clears throat> Through repeated questioning of the spirit, it was discovered that Fanny had not in fact died of the pox. Uh-oh. But was instead poisoned with arsenic. It was arsenic. Yeah, that you took ah! my... Didn't know. Uh, it was a lucky guess, dude. What can sure, I say? Sure, 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 sure. Huh. So I have a quote from one of these supposed seances, and this does come directly from the Dark Histories podcast. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it was their website until I was halfway through taking a photo of it. <laughs> but um, if you guys haven't like, they haven't asked us for a shout out. This isn't that sort of thing. But if you haven't listened to them, do because he is mm -hmm. amazing. I saved them. It's him. He is amazing. So good. So, this is a quote from darkhistories.com. Um, are you the soul of a departed person? One knock. <laughs> are you the soul of a person once living in this house? One knock. Are you the departed soul of Miss Frances Lines? One knock. Are you returned for a purpose? One knock. In life, were you harmed by someone? One knock. Oh, God. Were you murdered? Silence. Were you poisoned? <laughs> when Moore asked this question, the reply was a series of sustained scratching and excited knocking. The Reverend went on. <laughs> was the person who administered the poison known to you? One knock. Was the person William... Kent. Oh, God. One knock. So you see where this is going? Uh, objection, Your Honor. Leading the witness. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> seriously. So Perry weird. Mason would have torn this apart. Right? <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, God. Um, there was an effort to exhume Fanny's body to check for smallpox scarring because the thought was mm. if she had indeed had smallpox, she would see the marks. Right. But her coffin had been sealed, making that impossible. Okay. Word soon got out about the Cock Lane ghost. And <laughs> As William, <it> would. <laughs> William was pissed that the papers were essentially calling him a murderer. So he went to see Reverend Moore. And um, Moore convinced him to attend a seance, along with the doctors who had attended Fanny in the end as well as another Methodist called Thomas Broughton? 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 It's one of the... Uh, Broughton. I'm going to say Broughton. Um, 
on January 12th, the motley crew of dudes went to the house on Cock Lane. <laughs> Um, as the activity centered around Betty, she was, this is uh, super gross and inappropriate, but she was publicly undressed, I suppose, so that they could make sure that there's nothing that she's doing to cause this. Okay. there was a fair bit of skepticism as well. Okay. Um, and her bed was thoroughly checked for any signs of trickery. Mm-hmm. And then she and her younger sister were both put to bed. Okay. They had another woman there who went around calling out for Fanny. Um, <laughs> imagine. I just, no. Oh, God. Um, eventually, though, nothing happened, but eventually Dick mm. told the group that they were too noisy and sent them out for a few moments. <laughs> oh, sorry, no, it was actually Moore that did that. Um, and then he brought them back in and got the seance going. Okay. So, I have another thing to read. Oh, Lord. Um, this one is straight from the Daily Mail, which I hate to give them a click because they're trash. Um, so, are you the wife of Mr. Kent? Two knocks. Okay. Two means no, but you remember they weren't actually married. Oh, okay. Yeah, they that's just right. presented as married. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, he couldn't marry her. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you die naturally? Two knocks. Who's there? <laughs> Sorry. No, no, not it on. Heaven's door. <laughs> um, by poison. One knock. Did any person other than Mr. Kent administer it? Two knocks. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> really? I know. Eventually, a member of the audience cried... Kent, ask the ghost if you shall be hanged. He did so. The reply was one knock. Oh my god. Jeez. <laughs> so it was taken that um, Fanny wanted some revenge. That, yeah, it sounds like Fanny wanted somebody to suffer. <laughs> After she was cold. Well, revenge cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best yeah, yeah. served. Yeah, best served. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Top me up too, homie. I don't know that um, there's any left, homie. Oh my god, did you just bogart all the coffee? Also, you're going to spill it for me that way. Uh, that's as close as we're going to get, I think. <sighs> Jesus, Franklin. I can't help yeah. you, Franklin. Can you move the plunger off the table because it's where my notes live? <laughs> oh god, <laughs> you want me to do so much. <laughs> I know. Um, so, give it a, give it a give. after being told that he was going to be hanged, okay. William, funny enough, stormed off out of the house. Weird, right? <laughs> um, he didn't on, take this as good news, I assume. <laughs> I know, right? Rude. Yeah. On January 20th, another seance in a different home. The same thing. During these seances, Betty's hands and feet would often be tied and her bed in person were frequently checked. Um, eventually her hands were tied above the sheets, but still the knocking and scratching continued. So, that's a thing. That okay. Uh, eventually investigations were undertaken, and Betty was threatened that if the ghost didn't turn up, something bad would happen. Aha. Uh -huh. um, so this prompted her to pull up a loose floorboard and produce a series of knocks that everyone said sounded nothing like the knocks that had happened before. But it was enough for the ghost to be declared a fraud. Okay. And for everyone involved to be charged. 
Okay. The conspirators were ordered to pay a fine to William. <laughs> Did he finally recoup his money that he had originally lent? Probably. Um, God, that's all a, 12 guineas. It was quite a lot back then. That's a long way to go to get your 12 guineas. I know, right? <laughs> uh, Parsons, for his part, spent two years in prison and had to stand in the stocks three times, although the public were apparently very kind to him whilst he was in the stocks. So they liked the dick in the stocks. <laughs> Look. I'm going to have to take another shower after this podcast. I just feel dirty. <laughs> Yuck. Every bad pun that I can think of is falling out of my mouth. This is awful. Uh-huh. Keep it going. Oh, no. I, I quit. Go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the end of my one. Oh. And there's so many more details that I didn't get into, and <laughs> there's so much to this, but I just didn't have the time. Like, we're already 40 minutes in. Well, I, you know what? The really horrible thing is your dad was actually talking about teaching Kurt knock-knock jokes. So now whenever he does, I'm just, <laughs> all I'm, all I'm going to hear <laughs> is scratching Fanny. <laughs> it's just going to kill me. Oh God. oh, God. you've ruined knock-knock jokes for me now. Great, thanks. Somebody had to. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> You're the COVID of knock-knock jokes. Yuck. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. So what are you talking All right, about? Mine, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, mine mine can go pretty quickly because honestly, I didn't. Oh no, it can't. I'm going to talk about this. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, move it along then. Okay. Mine is the Winchester House. Yes. 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 Pretty sure everybody has heard of this at the some Winchester point in Mystery time. House. I yes. told you, didn't I? That had like the last time James and I went mm-hmm. to the states. We'd planned on going through San Francisco, and if we had, it was mm. like my goal mm-hmm. for us to rent a car and go down to the Winchester Mystery House. Mm-hmm. But we didn't go through San Fran. So, didn't Francisco. happen. Sorry, San Francisco. Yes, please. <laughs> finish, f- please. <laughs> finish the word. <laughs> please finish the word. <coughs> oh, excuse me. So, instead, we went to New Orleans and I got to do a ghost tour, and it was amazing. Oh, well, you know, you and your ghosties. I love them. I know you do, Spooky sweetheart. season, bitches. <laughs> okay, so the Win- Winchester house was designed more or less <laughs> by, by Sarah Pardee Winchester. Now, Sarah was born to a well to do family in the New Haven, Connecticut area, mm-hmm. and by all accounts, was a happy, normal, well educated young lady of her time. Emphasis on normal, right? Emphasis on normal. Yes. So she married well and apparently for love. That's the theory. Yes, she did. So all four foot ten and ninety pounds of her. (laughs) Oh, she's Gina. She was tiny, tiny. But she married William Wirt Winchester, the heir to the Winchester Repeating Arms Company fortune. And the i mean i'm sure it you well you may not have ever seen it but there was a, a movie called winchester 73 uh, that jimmy stewart did it was about the winchester 73 oddly enough it was supposed to have been the rifle What's the winchester 73 it's the rifle that won the west supposedly it, okay. it, it was so it was used for like super not super things it was yeah used for every kind of killing you can imagine gross and it was effective 
Um, so, Super gross. So Sarah and William marry in 1862. Um, everything's going well. And then in 1871, they have a daughter, Annie, who, again, unfortunate story for the kids. Um, Annie dies after only six weeks from, I, I, God, I think it's called miasmia, but it's the wasting disease. It's when the body can't process proteins and basically starves itself. Mm-hmm. It, it's a horrifying thought and would be a horrifying way to go, I would it's imagine. Awful. Yes. Um, so everything. this profoundly affects Sarah, but she keeps going anyway and tries to be a good wife up until about 1881 when William dies of TB. The consumption. The consumption. Yes, the consumption got him. So that apparently just tips her over the edge. I feel like, did they go out west to get fresh air for No, him? no, no, no. Well, I mean, I've, at some point later on, that was recommended to people who developed tuberculosis, yeah. but not then and not, not then. him. <laughs> no. Okay. No, he, he died back in Connecticut. Okay. Um, so this, this sends her over the edge, but she inherited something like 20 well it was 20 million then which is something like 500 million dollars today and 50 percent right 50 percent share of the winchester company which wound up being somewhere in the neighborhood of 26,000 modern dollars a day guaranteed income that is insane yeah well she got all of that and she got a horrible 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 enormous depression i mean you know psychosis (laughs) uh yeah so in order to try and i guess find some sort of peace about all of this or figure out you know how to proceed she goes to see a medium and i mean mediums and spiritualists were the big raging thing at that time i mean you had harry houdini you had all of the yeah you know it it was Um, it was the thing all the cool kids were doing it yeah yeah conan doyle was into it all of them oh yeah he was real into it he was very into it so she and she's apparently the theory is she was already inclined to be superstitious Mm. and by nature so she's going to take whatever help she is on offer so she goes to see this spiritualist named adam kuntz in order (laughs) kuntz i i did it right (laughs) i did i didn't do it the other way in order to try and contact william for a chat so apparently she was told or she was afraid of that the souls killed by the winchester rifles um the source of all of her fabulous wealth were coming for her and apparently Kuntz encouraged that idea it was like yeah yeah they are uh-huh They're and coming he, to get you. yes pretty much and he fed the notion that um she should sell up and move to california <laughs> and i swear to god all i can hear is the beverly hillbillies music when i say that and when i read it when i hear all i hear is beverly hillbillies moving how's it to, go moving to california Yep, that's as close as you're getting from me, kid. Um, I'm pretty sure I've sang like five times already. Yeah, well. (laughs) Sarah and her sister do just that, and they move out to California. Um, With her sister? With her sister, yeah. Her sister came to help her, apparently. Um, So um, Sarah claims that William guided her to the Santa Clara Valley. I mean, if you're going to get guided somewhere, the Santa Clara Valley is as good as, I mean, good as it gets, and why not? 
Um, yeah. So when she gets there, she buys an eight-room farmhouse in the middle of this ap- <laughs> uh, this, this orchard. <laughs> okay, now this is in 1884. This is where it goes loopy. Apparently, Kuntz had told her <laughs> that once she settled in California and bought her new home, she must build for the rest of her life to provide room for the souls of those who died from the Winchester rifle to keep them from haunting her. And so the building commenced. So you commenced. bring the ghosts in to stop them from haunting uh, you. Apparently so. She made rooms for them also. They would be happy and just live contentedly and not, not bother her. Um, so the building commences. She has carpenters working split shifts so they could build 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 52 weeks a year. This goes on for 38 years. How could you sleep? I that's, that's so that is the que- that is the question that I think everyone who's ever seen that house, read about that house, I that's got to be the question that pops first is 38 years of nothing but pounding. Oh my god. I would I, if you weren't crazy before, you would be crazy. I mean, 6 months in. Uh-huh. I would need a straight jacket. Mind uh-huh. <laughs> you, that house is so massive. She could have just gone to a different side and never well, known they were there. That's true because they say that there's seven miles of um, hallways or staircases. Um, it, it's like yeah, it's, no, seven miles of like a, it's like an underground tunnely, you know, passages to get from one end of the house to the other. Oh, but anyway, so also in residence at this house, she has eighteen servants, eighteen gardeners. And her niece is now living with her, who's her personal secretary. Between the servants, the gardeners, the nieces, and the ghosts, she's it's, never going to be lonely. No, no, no. I mean, it's it's a crowded house. <laughs> oh, clever me. Oh, so but the other thing is, I mean, can you imagine trying to answer a bell? <laughs> and you're like, where the fuck is that room? I found it yesterday. <laughs> so I mean, this place has 950 doors, oh my God. 40 stairways. Six kitchens. Gold. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> but if you're in a hurry and you open the wrong door, there's also one door that has a lovely 12-foot drop down to the pavement below. Oh, yeah. Commonly referred to as the door to nowhere. <laughs> Apparent People features... have weddings there. <laughs> yeah. And they often take pictures, like, at that door. Well, I mean, and and it was, I think it was prominently featured in that there was a mini-series, what was it, Rose Red, Mm -hmm. that they did about a house, I don't know that it was actually about the Winchester house, but it was... I think it was loosely loosely based based, but I do remember the door to nowhere and someone opening it and going, oh, you know, (laughs) and then someone else actually (laughs) falling out of it. (laughs) Wasn't that a Stephen King produced? I think it may have been, It, it always struck me as a Stephen King thing, and it probably hit i'm sure he had oh god not the google hole again rabbit hole (laughs) go in your google hole (laughs) i know but i mean the upside is she did have tremendous taste in furnishings she ordered tiffany windows used red used redwood which is termite proof anyway but Mm. used red red wood throughout the house had copper silver and gold door pulls (laughs) <laughs> and had a complete oh god and uh, the the Tiffany windows some of them they believe were actually designed by Louis Comfort Tiffany himself that's I mean can amazing. you even imagine 
I, I would just love to see just the windows themselves. Uh -huh. Just would be amazing. But she also had a complete fascination with the number 13. Oh, yeah. Apparently, there were 13 windows in most of the rooms, thir and each window had 13 panes in it. They had 13 panels in the ceilings. Imagine being a new builder on site, and they're like, <laughs> so in each room, you need to make sure that there's 13 windows. <laughs> Each window needs to have 13 panes. And the builder's like, what? And Also, the window's going in the floor. Yeah, and th <laughs> there's always that. <laughs> but the other thing, too, is, I mean, now remember how tiny this woman is. So she has these low-rise steps set into oh. for her staircase. And 13 of and them 13, on each staircase, isn't Yes, it? 13 steps. In, and But they're all the low-riser ones. So there's, like, one that's called the 7-Eleven stair, where it's seven down and 11 up goes to nowhere but it's seven down and 11 up i i got nothing but, I love it. but her she had she had 13 bathrooms All her goals. yes and in in her bath her third there and only one of the bathrooms worked by the way Oh, not goals. Yeah, not there was goals. only one bathroom that functioned. Imagine being caught out and going to the wrong one. <laughs> exactly. Like you and, get in a bit of a shit situation. Yeah, but there's the thing that got me. The reasoning behind having only one functioning bathroom, which, by the way, had 13 windows in it, was... Oof, because privacy doesn't matter. No, not at all. Not in that house. <laughs> <laughs> it was so that in case a spirit followed her into the bathroom, uh, it, she could contain it I suppose but but she wanted to make sure that spirits couldn't just decide to hijack one of the spigots and use it to travel through the house so none of the spigots worked in any of the bathrooms except the one wow. so so she could just you know kind of make sure what happens who, if the spirit finds her in that bathroom well apparently I, if they did they were nice ones I don't know, but I was, I was, I was, yeah, the woman just did my head in. Absolutely not. That limits where you put your bedroom. <laughs> but, yeah, well, yeah. There's you that. get up in the middle of the night and you need to go to the toilet and you go through the wrong door and you get a 12 foot drop to nothing. <laughs> exactly. It gives new meaning to a long drop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an oh, outhouse. Oh, As you're going out the house. Exactly. Not oh. as good as your long drop one. Oh, but you win. Okay, thanks. But she also give you this one. She also built a séance room. Oh yes, which yes. is which is where she held her meetings with the ghosties once a day to decide what plan she was going to give the chief builder for the day. Yeah. To well, you know which, the... where we needed to throw a window just because well the spirits say I should. Um, where or the door. door where the door needs to be knocked down and replaced with well a wall because ghosty friend McFly doesn't like it there. I yeah. mean, it was just unbelievable. And if I were a ghost, I would fuck with her so. Oh much. yeah, it would be horrible. But so then the nineteen oh six earthquake has, happens, and we go from a seven story. I mean, now think That's it through. Crazy. A seven story Victorian house in san jose california but the the earthquake hits and so it knocks it down to a mere four stories oh only they, four yeah, stories they basically have however, to however will you cope but here's the other thing it, sarah was pretty it, she got trapped in her favorite room the daisy room at least it was her favorite room it was her favorite room um but apparently she decided after she was dug out that the spirits were pissed off at her because she was paying too much attention to 
the front side of the house and the rooms up there. Okay. So she just walled off. The, Why the, didn't they, they just tell her that in their seance? Well, I, apparently they didn't tell her until it was too late. So she Somebody walls off their communication. The, the, the front 30 rooms cool, cool. <laughs> and quit working on them cool, cool, and concentrated cool, cool, cool. mostly on the back and sides of the house and up. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, but apparently they hadn't protected her, so she was convinced that they were pissed off at her over that. So... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if I thought somebody was pissed off at me every time there was an earthquake. Yeah. So then she keeps, they, I mean, they do keep working and they keep working, like I said, on the sides and the back and the top and the, and removing and moving and ugh, building and rebuilding until she dies on 5 September 1922. So we're almost at the anniversary. A mere one day before my birthday. A mere one day before your birthday. At which time, this is what I love as well, James, James would really appreciate this, at which time the builders stopped. Like immediately, like, wasn't it? mid-build. Like they didn't even finish what oh, they no. were doing. They were just like, no. don't bother putting that nail in. We're fucking done. <laughs> we're done. 38 years of this shit, we're done. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, mid-build. They, they left some half-hammered nails. They dropped their tools where they stood and said... And they were just like, I'm out, bitches. I'm out, bitch. <laughs> I'm done. Yes. And all I can think is James and them on a job and somebody going, okay, owner's dead, not getting paid. We're out. Yep. <laughs> just drive off into James the sunset. He I know. He could not. He could not. Do that. I know he couldn't. I know, but it was just His, funny. His like need to be perfect and to would finish. make him finish it. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. I know, but I just I just think it also, would be so anytime hysterical. Also, I think that my renovation's going on forever, I'm gonna <laughs> need to remember this. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I'm still gonna bitch about my renovations, but, but. <laughs> first world problems. So now apparently the house, uh, there are people that go on i think they're called flashlight tours of the house and try and you know uh-huh. what do you think to... i was gonna make james do <laughs> oh you were oh god oh yeah You're nuts. i looked into this <laughs> oh god but so there there apparently are all sorts of little ghosties that that haunt the place but the the two that caught my attention were apparently sarah never left no, why would you? Well, I mean, and apparently she's not happy that they didn't finish the build. I don't know. Because one of the other ghosties was one of her construction foremen that is has been seen pushing a wheelbarrow around the house. She's still cracking the whip on him in she's the afterlife. Like, you. I know. Where the hell are don't my bricks? Stop. No, keep moving. <laughs> I know. I was dying. So, I mean, basically, my thinking on this, I, I mean, I have questions. Was Coons... So oh, I have so many questions, yes. <laughs> I, my first thought when I, I started reading into this was, was Coons just trying, just fucking with her and did he was he just trying to bankrupt the Winchesters just out of unadulterated meanness I mean just I, I'll tell this silly woman something and she'll spend every damn dime she's got and I'll just bankrupt them he was probably just wanting a holiday from their weekly appointments I don't know but I mean I like, just coming for you. I, the other thought is she was just a philanthropic eccentric well, that's not philanthropy. Well, but she was keeping a whole lot of the San Jose community employed at that point in time. I mean, yeah. think about it. I mean, but she, had, she did she help any other people? Yeah, well, yeah, she built. Was she a, out there helping orphans? Well, she built a hospital and oh, okay, donated cool. to 
charities all left, right, and center. Well, then that is philanthropy. So, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, she really was philanthropic. But, I mean, I, I've just, you know, so was that, I mean, was she just an eccentric that just, you know, was keeping people employed for, I mean, it was San Jose in the late 1800s going into the early 1900s. Yeah, it wasn't like I mean, like it a, wasn't like a boom. It wasn't Silicon Valley as we know it now. No. You know, so was she just keeping the employment up and keeping people, you know, it, income? Maybe. I, you know, taking care of the community. I don't know. Or the, the other thought is she was... Just bat another, just yeah, just a batshit crazy woman who had more money than good sense, and used her house as a giant Lego set. My God! I mean, imagine I, if Lego produced a Winchester mystery house. Can you? Set. I and that, honestly, I one tent. That was honestly. I don't even like Lego, but I well, no, that's a lie. I like Lego in that it's open-ended and it's right. for children's development and right. fine motor skills and shit. But yeah. I mean, I, I don't play with Lego. But that was that was the whole adult. reason I made that note was I kept thinking <laughs> that would be the best Lego set on the planet. Oh, Could yeah. you imagine the grandson with that Lego set? Oh my gosh! I mean, he's so good at Lego. I mean, as well. the the, the Lord of together. oh the Lord of Lego would rock it oh, out. Yeah. Oh, but well, anyway, so I do like Lego. That was a lie. I don't dislike. So, anyway, if anybody wants really good coverage of this and a really good podcast on it, because, you know, I kind of half-assed this, I'm pretty sure. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to our lives. Yes, and I was so gutted when I, I heard the, this podcast on it that these, that these women did. It's called History Goes Bump, and they, they are amazing. They were so good at this. So I, I feel like I've I hit really hit that follow button on them today. Yeah, I really, you told me. yeah, I really, really did fornicate up their story because they did a great one on it. I'm gonna have to listen to them all. Yeah, dinner. you, you really are. Yeah. So anyway, is that us? Uh, well, so what are your thoughts? What do you think? Do you think she was just a, a nice eccentric? Do you think she was batshit crazy I and just? I think that she was riddled with guilt. Okay. And had had some serious trauma mm -hmm. with like losing a child that's well yeah and then yeah yeah and then a husband mm -hmm. and profiting off of death essentially mm -hmm. well, and, well not essentially actually well and then and both of them dying from lingering yeah I know. think that she was traumatized and I think that she was ready to believe anything that was going to give her comfort yeah and I think that she latched on to something and she ran with it mm-hmm and maybe she did do a lot of good in the community because of it, and that's probably what kept her going. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll give you that. I'm going to go with that anyway. I, I still think that it, at, at some point there was a switch that flipped that she kind of went batshit crazy. I oh, really yeah. do. I, I mean, I, I think sure. that, that I really do think that she did a lot of good for the San Jose community and keeping people employed and money flowing, especially post-earthquake. Yeah. I mean, you know. But I, I also am of the opinion that she, yeah, she went round the bend and there was no coming back from that. Yeah. Um, I, and I still wonder about whether or not that medium back in New Haven might have helped that along. Also, maybe she was haunted. Yeah, no. No. Just no. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> so boring. Just a big steaming pile of no. <laughs> not yeah. on Cock Lane and not in San Jose. <laughs> Here. Well, now you now I'm just saying now here, <laughs> it's a possibility. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. What are your thoughts on the Cock Lane ghost? Was she real? No, I think it was the the daughter was was put up to it and was yes, same. and it was just to to get them out and so that he didn't have to pay. I mean, it was long way around to try and not have to repay your debt. Hmm. I mean, I just, I really find that impossible to believe, but. I think it's interesting, though, some of the things that they said, like, about her hands being tied above the sheets, but mm -hmm. it was still happening. But, yeah, you know, well, there's ways of tricking, and, and, and clearly there were <laughs> few people in on it. What the hell was that? Something just fell over, and I'm just saying, thinking it could have been old Betty. <laughs> she can be upset. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I know. Okay, The cool. ghosties are back. Yay. Everything is awesome. Oh my god, so is that us? Anyway. That's us? <laughs> yeah, if you want to hear more about us in my Shoops Haunted House, <laughs> uh, you can find us on... Stitcher. Spotify. iTunes. Google Podcasts. Or Podbean. Also, please do rate and review us. We really love some reviews. Good just reviews, please. Nice. nice reviews. They don't even have to be no, good. I just be nice. My ego does not handle criticism. Maybe that's why we're. <laughs> that may be. People may <laughs> have caught like, on. No, uh, better no. not. <laughs> um, and if you want to, you can and should email us on. Yeah, that happened. Pod at gmail.com. We would love your suggestions, your feedback. If you've got. Do you have a family ghost? <laughs> have you been to Cock Lane? <laughs> Maybe don't tell us stories about Cock Lane. Just because I feel like that is going to end up with a lot of unsolicited dick pics. <laughs> I do not want to see your Cock Lane. Yeah, no, please no. Um, also, I'd love to know if anyone's been to Winchester Mystery House and has, like, oh, seen yeah. anything. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Um... You can also find us on Instagram at Yeah That Happened Pod. Twitter at YTH Podcast. Facebook at Yeah That Happened. Yay! Yay! Got through it again. I'm most active on Instagram and Twitter. I just retweet the Jurassic Park <laughs> thing. You know that account, the, the one that I told you about. Uh huh. Yeah, I just hit the retweet button on that <laughs> as often as I can. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, overtly political things. Yeah, god. <laughs> um, um so thanks for listening to, to all, all the, the worthless, worthless shit we know. <laughs> Bye. Bye.